0: Hello and welcome. These conversations are all about living life with intention. I'm Stephanie Isabella, your host, and together we're going to talk about the different ways that you can add intention into your life, real, raw stories, and how adding intention to your life can also add a little bit of magic. So stay tuned. I'm so glad that you're here and press play today. Hello, 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 welcome back. This is part two to the previous episode about inspired action. And I've gotta be honest with you, I recorded the last episode as a bonus extra episode and instead of posting and sharing it, it has been sitting in my library of episodes for almost a week now, just sitting there. And I'll tell you why. I have this one part of my brain that just felt like it wasn't finished. Like even as I ended the recording, even as I stopped the episode, I felt like it wasn't quite the full picture. And now you've also heard me say, if you've been listening to all the episodes of this series, you've also heard me say that one of my fears about putting my voice out there, about sharing a podcast in particular, is this fear of being misunderstood. And so I think probably part of that fear of being misunderstood misunderstood prevented me from sharing this episode any sooner um, the previous episode but I think there was also this other piece really trying to tell me there's more to this. And this more piece to it is what I want to get into today. And frankly, this is a piece that I find difficult to talk about because I find the word that I'm going to be bringing up today to be a trigger word for some, and one that doesn't necessarily have the same definition to everybody. I mean words in general i don't think tend to have the same definition for everybody i think that's often why we miscommunicate and and our message really gets lost in translation but the word that i'm talking about is prayer and so whatever your views or beliefs on prayer are right now i really hope that you stay with this episode just to hear these perspectives And there's nothing saying you have to adopt my perspectives. There's nothing saying that you have to believe what I believe. However, I do believe that the more that we expose ourselves to other people's opinions, it does a few things. It allows us to actually stand firmer in our own beliefs because we've allowed ourselves to see alternative perspectives. Sometimes we don't even know what we believe. We don't even know we're on a certain side of a fence until we see that there actually is another side of the fence or alternatively, it can give you something to maybe gut check your views and beliefs now against and and really think about, is there room to expand where you're at right now? Or maybe you already believe and do everything that I'm about to say in this episode. Either way, I really do think that prayer is necessary for Inspired Action, and through the Inspired Action um, episode, the the last episode, so part one of this two-part series here, I really talked about how it's it's co-creating and having that connection with the universe, and when you do that, that's when God, when the universe starts to send you these nudges of inspiration for you to then go and take action on, and so With any relationship, connection is important. So I really felt like when I finished that last episode that I was almost saying like, you can just sit back and do nothing. I mean, I did say you have to put the work in and you do have to act when inspiration hits, but there's a deeper level to it and there is a relationship that you can build and as you build this relationship, that's really when the depths of inspired action and so many more magics of this world really start to come into play into your life. So there's your little background on creating this podcast episode, why this one is has been sitting on my mind for almost a week now, why I didn't release my last episode, and I'm going to be releasing part one and part two today, rather than deleting part one and re-recording it. I do want to keep this as real as possible, and so I still believe in the things that I said in part one, I just didn't feel like I was giving the big picture. So I hope that this helps shed some more light on inspired action so that you can really utilize that tool. Okay, so if you are enjoying this podcast so far, please make sure to hit follow or leave a rating or review if you are able. I would really appreciate it. Thank you. And you can also come and follow me on Instagram. I'm at stephanie.isabella underscore and I'm pretty active on Instagram. I always love to hear who is listening to the podcast and what you think about it. So definitely come say hello over there. Okay. I want to start by actually talking about a book that I have not finished, <laughs> but I do have a really good framework to pull from it that I want to share with you today. So this book is called Empath to the Mystique, I believe. I'll tag it in the show notes below so that you can really see the author and everything. I don't remember off the top of my head who who wrote it. Um, but It's about intuition. And the part I wanna share with you is how it broke down these four pillars of intuition. And so the reason that I'm talking about intuition here is because if you're working with inspired action, if you're working with waiting for inspiration to come and then taking action from that, this is something that really only happens when you are deeply connected with your intuition. And I think intuition is a word that... Can be, oh gosh, it can mean many different things. Um, it can mean a connection to kind of above, like just a knowing that there's more. So, you know i label that as my connection to god and i believe that my intuition is how god speaks to me and how jesus speaks to me but maybe you just have a connection with your higher self whatever your beliefs are about intuition just kind of bring that to mind so that you have that definition in your mind as we move forward through this episode so these four pillars of intuition number one vision So you have a vision number two, connection. That's really what we're going to be talking about today. Number three, receptivity, which I think is more about the inspired action. So you can see inspired action is really step three of these four pillars. And then number four is creativity. So I'm not going to get into all the ins and outs of these four pillars because that's essentially what the whole book Empath to the Mystique is about. So I'll let you go and do your own digging there. But really that receptivity piece, like how you're receiving and responding to information that you're getting from your intuition, that is inspired action. And then really the action piece allows for creativity. How are you going to creatively, uniquely respond to this information that you've been given or these nudges that you've been given? But connection is key. If there's no connection, you're not going to notice these signs. You're not going to feel that alignment. You're not going to really have that deeper understanding of the magic going on around you. And so connection can look like many different things. I have definitely heard people call it uh, meditation, silent time, just going out in nature and being grateful and just recognizing that you are connected to nature, to mother earth, sitting at the edge of the beach, watching the waves, having that same kind of moment and and connection to what's around you. There are many different terms and words and ways that you can connect outside of you and not outside of you to other people necessarily, but outside of you to the bigger workings of this world. Personally, I call this prayer. And I really think that prayer, the definition of it for me, is all of those things that I just mentioned. It is meditation. It is sitting in the forest and and being grateful to Mother Nature for all of the things around you. For me, connection is also my deep relationship with God and Jesus. And that is a very big priority for me. And so I think whatever your level is, whatever you believe outside of you, are you investing time in that relationship? And often we get very focused on people to people relationship. So your relationship with your spouse, your relationship with your coworkers, your relationship with your family, People-to-people relationships we often get very focused on. And if you are following me over on Instagram, you know I talk a lot about self-love. So that's a relationship with yourself. That's you to you. And this is a relationship with you to something that maybe you can't see, to something outside of you that is bigger than yourself. But it is just as important, if not more, I would argue, than your relationships with people to people. And so it needs to be prioritized the same way that you prioritize your relationship with people to people. And you can take a lot of the things that you already know about relationships, about communication, about that it's more than just asking all of the time, right? Like if you're always asking from your friends, they're probably not going to stick around for too long. A true relationship is that back and forth, that give and take. And I think that's really crucial when it comes to prayer, because I know um, for me, I struggled for a while figuring out how do I word prayers. And I had many examples of how to do it. I really struggled with more biblical language in my prayers. It just, I had a harder time kind of deciphering what the actual meaning of the prayer meant, which when you don't know the meaning of it can be harder to really feel the connection to it. And this whole point is about connection. So I I had a hard time figuring out how to navigate my prayers for quite a while. And I remember for a while, I felt like it was more, I sit in silence and I ask for what I need. And I don't think that that is necessarily wrong, but I think I only had a small piece of the picture. I think when you really start to see how you can give, how you can serve, how you can do for others, that's when your relationship is really going to be kind of more bountiful, and um, you're going to get a lot more from it. So one of the things that I really started with was I did a gratitude challenge. A few years ago now, I invited some of you to come and join me too. Um, It was in the online space in the Living on Purpose community that I host on Facebook. I'll tag that group in the notes below because that is a fun, free place just to chat about living on purpose. Anyways, I did a challenge there a couple of years ago 30 Days of Gratitude. And at this point, I was very low. I was very depressed. I had seen A lot of research on the power of gratitude, and I was calling bull on it. (laughs) I didn't really think that it could make as much of a difference in my life as it did. I thought it was worth a shot, though. So I committed to 30 days and I struggled through it I really struggled I couldn't find a way to stay consistent like with one method like I tried writing my um, pieces of gratitude on a piece of paper and putting them in a jar I thought that'd be really fun at the end of the year to have like a whole bunch of paper in a jar and pull them out and read them that lasted for like a week um, I tried writing them in my journal but then when I was sitting on the couch at night and my journal wasn't near me I wouldn't get up and go get my journal so I just forget about it. I tried writing it on my phone. I found that it didn't really, I I don't like typing or texting as much. I wanted to like actually make the words or have a bit more connection with it. I just didn't like using my phone for it. And so what I ended up doing was I prayed. And I said, God, I will continue to pray and not only just pray, But pray with gratitude every time you show me repetitive numbers on the clock. And I just kind of left it with that. I just thought "This, this way I know it's time to pray. It's time to drop what I'm doing and pray with gratitude. And I started seeing repetitive numbers on the clock three, four times a day minimum. And every time I would pause what I was doing. And for the remainder of that minute, I would pray with gratitude. And so I wasn't praying in the way that I had typically prayed. I wasn't praying and asking for what I needed. I wasn't praying and laying my struggles out on the table. I was praying specifically with thanks and gratitude for something around me and just sitting in that space, in that connection, in that relationship. And it's a few years later, and this is still something that I do. Um, My boyfriend will even text me sometimes when it's like 333 or something, and he'll just text me 333, and uh, I'll stop and pray. It's just what I do now. And I love that. um, I think with this example, what I really see from it is that deep relationship piece. I made it clear to God. I said, this is where I'm at. This is what I can do and I will do it. I will show up and follow through on it and please bring me these repetitive numbers to remind me because that was another thing. I was having a really hard time to remember to do my gratitude every day and it felt kind of like a chore and this really allowed me to kind of spice it up through my day and have a few minutes through my day to just kind of pause and and get into that relationship. And because prayer really is about how you build that connection, how you open the door, how you connect to co create. And it has a lot to do, like any other relationship, with things like trust, with things like loyalty, with things like honesty. So if I had said, Hey, God, show me repetitive numbers on the clock and I'll sit down and pray for a minute, and then I see 11 11. 222, 333, and I just go, oh, yeah, okay, okay. I'll pray in a second. I'm just in the middle of something, which I find myself doing sometimes now. I will definitely admit that. I'll go, oh, I'm in the middle of like literally writing a sentence. Just give me a second. And then sometimes I will forget. So I really try to stop to keep my word exactly like I said originally a few years ago. When I see that number, I will stop as long as it's like safe to do so. Like I'm not going to stop driving (laughs) to pray. I'll continue to drive and just also be praying at the same time. But stop what I'm doing and have those, that minute to just be in gratitude. And I think that's important because I think that giving peace is key. And if you can focus on giving more, so giving more thanks, giving more gratitude and less about what you're getting out of it, it really does deepen that relationship, right? Like any relationship, what are you giving to it? And it makes it, it makes it just kind of that different level and that different, yeah, that different depth than focusing just on what you can get from it. So I hope that that gives you a bit of background on how to take these tools and really deepen them because I do think that a relationship is vital. I do think that if you want to work with the magic of the universe, if you are looking at law of attraction, if you're looking at manifestation, if you're looking at I think there's many examples of all of these things through the Bible also in my very humble opinion. But if you're looking at doing these things, are you looking at doing them from a place of relationship and connection? Or are you very focused on what you can get out of it? And maybe that sounds like a harsh question to ask yourself. Are you focused on what you can get out of it? But I think sometimes we have to ask ourselves the hard questions. And as we learn to ask ourselves these harder questions, as we learn to ask ourselves these right questions, the depth of our growth gets significantly bigger. We really start to see things significantly differently. Like that's when we really start to make the big changes. So I hope that this two part bonus quote series has given you some insight into how you can add more inspiration into your life, add more connection, add more gratitude and and have that kind of two-way relationship and really that that piece of a deeper knowing and deeper understanding and you're still going to receive a lot. So it's not that you are not focusing on what you are receiving also it's that you are first focused on how you can give to this relationship because I promise you when you give to the relationship with God or the universe or whatever you identify your intuition where you identify that coming from I promise you you are going to receive a lot but back it with the power of gratitude the power of giving the power of investing in this relationship. All right, that is it for this bonus two-part episode. And they're not really bonuses because I'm actually releasing them on regular release day. So uh, I hope you enjoyed. That is it. That is all. Thanks for coming. See you next time. And may God bless you.